Welcome back into another edition of In-Depth with Lindenwood Athletics, and we're joined by men's head coach Kyle Gerdeman. Kyle, uh, going into another week, man, you guys get the first one under your belt. Uh, tell me about uh, the win and how you guys felt. Uh, you know, I thought, obviously, I think just to, just to be out there finally getting to some competition um, against another team was great. I know our guys were excited about it. Um, and I, I think overall it was it was kind of such a long process for a few weeks because you know we had a we had an exhibition game you know planned for for late October that that got canceled because of some COVID issues with the other team. Uh, you know we went through a quarantine phase ourselves, uh, just kind of leading up to our first game. So so we kind of got the experience of kind of what the year could look like and kind of went through all that. And then to be able to come out and still play you know fairly well for the first game, um, you know we we took a lot of positives away from it. You guys had a lot of just defensive energy, especially a lot of steals coming out. Melo had a big game again. He was he was a little slow on offense as far as scoring, but he didn't need to score that much. He got 10 rebounds, got a double double eventually a lot of steals. It just shows that the type of guys you guys are recruiting just really just a lot of tenacious energy on the defensive side. I thought those guys, uh, you know, talking about the new guys, you know, talking about Melo, talking about Brandon Suggs, um, you know, I thought they I thought they kind of showed what they can can bring to us and kind of why we why we wanted them. Uh, you know, it's funny that, you know, Melo got the double double and we when we recruited him, you know, I, I remember having a conversation about him, you know, trying to explain to him, you know, what my vision was for him here and, you know, coming from a division one program. And, you know, that was one of the things we talked about was, you know, if you're engaged, can you average a double double? And I think that he probably could. Now, that's really hard. You know, I mean, it's, you know, 10 points, 10 rebounds sounds easy, but it's not. Um, but to see him get off to a good start and, and bring a lot of energy uh, was was great for us. How do you feel uh, showing up to the arena for the first time ever and, and seeing no fans uh, on a game day? I mean, it's got to be odd. You had the the bench, you know, six feet apart and all the seats, something a little different. But, um, you know, how did you guys get focused like you do on, an, on a normal year? And uh, how did you get your guys focused? I, it was it was strange, you know, and I think the the S&T coach, you know, Coach Walker, he kind of we kind of bumped hands before the game. And he said, man, this is I think we knew it was going to be strange. But when you get here and see it now, it's really strange. And it is. And that's 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 the best way you could put it, because, you know, you, you kind of you think, ah, oh, it won't be that bad, or, you know, there'll still be some noise or, or whatever the situation is. And then in reality, it's it's totally it different. Um, but I do think, though, you know, I, I thought for us, maybe, you know, the bench is a different deal. You kind of have to worry about your players. Are they staying engaged? And you're used to hearing what they talk about and turn around and, and coach them right there. And then they're spread out. Um, so you have to kind of keep that in mind. But after that, I think once the ball goes up, it pretty much everybody gets to basketball and everybody's back in their comfort zone and players, coaches, and, and you're just kind of going at it. You know, there's a lot of times I probably don't don't hear the crowd if there is one or you guys kind of just focus on the game. So it kind of goes away at some point, I think. Yeah, you guys get locked in and it yeah. just kind of becomes normal. Right, so right. Um, you guys played well. I mean, again, it's for everything that's happened this offseason and losing some time. And again, obviously not just you guys, but a lot of other teams. You can see, you know, the returners did their jobs. The newcomers, you can tell a little bit of rust, but they made their way at the end of the game, just made their presence felt. And, you know, you can show that there's a lot of depth on this team. There's a lot of people that can score and, and get at it on the defensive side. Yeah, and I think that I think even even right away, I think you're right about the depth because, you know, in, in reality, we play without uh, Brandon Trimble, who was in the COVID protocol. Uh, the freshman, uh, Devion Harris, gets a concussion two days before the game. Uh, so he goes down. Um, and then Kevin Caldwell gets in early foul trouble. So right away now, 
you know, you're for, we're fortunate to have the added depth because it, I think in the first game it showed up and, and we needed it. Um, where if we wouldn't have had that, it'd have been a different situation. You know, then you're really, you know, I mean, TJ and, and VJ had great games, but I think having that depth allowed some other guys to, to make some plays. You know, it allowed, you know, Melo to, to get 10 points for us offensively and, um, you know, Anthony Christian to get eight points. And, you know, even Caldwell, when he was playing, I think finished in double figures with 10. Um, so our depth paid off for us. And I think our depth paid off for us from a conditioning standpoint. You know, I really do. You know, we've put a big emphasis on, you know, trying to trying to play faster, you know, than we did last year. And by that, not necessarily not necessarily in the half court, but how many how fast, how much faster can we play in transition in the fast break? And I thought we probably for game one, we're probably about as good as we could be with you know, constantly trying to run the floor and transition after made shots and missed shots. And I thought that all that wrapped together, you know, really paid off for us. Yeah. And especially when you have some new guys come in and like you talked about the little bit of lack of getting up, get being able to get ready for the season because of COVID, they, they were flowing well. And, and you can tell that these guys were already having a lot of great chemistry even through game one. Yeah, I thought um, I, th I thought our our togetherness offensively, our unselfishness was there right away. And we talk about that all the time. Um, I think from an execution standpoint, probably you could see some first game things where, where we weren't necessarily pleased about it as a staff. We got a little choppy at times. We got a little too quick at times in the half court. Um, but in general, yeah, I think the concept of what we were trying to do was was good enough, you know, and, and now you try to build on it, you try to improve it. We have some film of somebody besides ourselves that we can really break down and watch it now and, and shows the, uh, you know, the specifics of, hey, we, we played this ball screen wrong or, hey, our spacing was screwed up on this play um, and really get through all those things. So, but in general, I agree, you know, I, I thought that our ball movement was good. I thought our unselfishness was there. And I thought, you know, in, in the majority of it, we talk about, you know, trying to take easy shots, whether that's open threes, whether that's taking good layups. And I thought that was really good in the first game setting that I didn't, I don't, I didn't remember or feel like, boy, we're just taking a bunch of bad shots. And sometimes you can fall into that. And I, I thought we stayed away from it. TJ had a fantastic game, GLVC player of the week. Um, you know, nothing new to him. I mean, played great year last year. It's hard when you see a guy like that play it seemed like at the top of his game last season and then he somehow finds another level what can you say about what you saw from him yeah well I thought that he did a good job um you know of of maximizing his opportunities he shot a great percentage you know from from two and from three and then, you know he's a good free throw shooter I think he went eight for eight um so to be that efficient is impressive uh because he plays a ton of minutes um and again in a year where maybe we're probably not in the typical shape we would be for game one, uh, he could still be effective. And I, I thought he did a really good job of, of really not forcing a lot of plays. You know, I think that we talked to him after the year ended of, you know, you know, how many, how many times can you just take the best shots you can get? And if it's not there, don't force it. You know, don't force your way into a bad percentage shot, you know, because at the end that just lowers it lowers what you can do, right? And I think that we've added better guys around him to where he shouldn't feel that way, where my tough shot is a better shot than what somebody else might be able to get. So I think he did a great job of that and just found his way through the offense and really had a good all around game. And the thing that it was challenging for him the last half of the season and will be challenging for him every night is now everybody knows who he is. So he's the top, he's the top guy on the scouting report He's going to get the other team's best defender. Uh, they're going to try to deny him. And so in the middle of all that, 
if, if you're getting your opportunities, great. But if you're not, you still have to stay engaged and bring things to the table. And that's the big challenge for him, you know, moving forward. And again, it helps with all that depth that you have to, to help with the scoring. That And he's also not a selfish player. You know, right. he finds his teammates and, and you guys are successful because of it. Yeah. You know, after, after a game where, you know, you go into it with the game plan, you guys get the win, but also getting back on the court was one of the main focuses. Now that you kind of have started the season, um, what are some things you guys really wanted to focus on this week in practice to get ready for Maryville on Thursday? Yeah, well, you know, we spend a lot of time, you know, really, you know, I know it seems kind of cliche, but we really spend a lot of time just trying to improve ourselves um, from from day one, and we'll probably be doing the same thing in February. Um, so I think easily being able, like we talked about before, now being able to take game film against a different opponent and now really seeing, you know, every aspect of what we try to work on. How were we in defensive transition? How were we in rebounding offensively and defensively? Um, how were we in the fast break? You know, um, and then in the half court, how well did we execute? How was our spacing? How was our shot selection? And so we've really just, we've gone through it every day. You know, we've watched a little bit of film uh, every day since since uh, Friday ended. So starting, we took Saturday off. So starting on Sunday and Monday, and then again today, you know, we've, we've watched film on it and we've really just tried to focus on those those program areas for us and how much better can we get between, you know, last Friday and how much better will we be Thursday night? What do you guys see from Maryville early? I know you got a couple more days of prep, but uh, what do you expect from them on Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I expect it's going to be a, a tough game. You know, they've got they've got a new head coach, um, you know, that was an assistant up so last year. So I think that, you know, in my mind, you, you think that, you know, he's going to bring some of those things with him, which I think when I think about Umsel, I think about a really tough team. Uh, so, you know, I think that, You'll see a tough physical team, a tough defensive team. Um, you know, they've got a, a, a veteran point guard that just transferred from Central Missouri State that's a St. Louis kid that's a nice player. Um, you know, and then they've got the returner back, you know, uh, the long kid, uh, who I think had a, had a big game for him in their first game. I think he had 39 points. Uh, so he's a guy that, you know, we've got to be able to engage, you know, one-on-one -on -one and then as, a, as an entire team with with a lot of focus on him. But but I, I kind of look at the same thing, though, that we were kind of in that same scenario last year of, you know, a first year coach and a brand new program and, and really a, a, a brand new roster. Um, though you're always excited to go play. And, you know, so those guys, they're not really going to have a, a high or a low. They won their first game. I'm sure they feel great about it. But, you know, I think in their mind, they're just ready for the next challenge and to get out there. So, you know, we know we'll have to be prepared. Coach, we're looking forward to your guys' first road game. Good luck on Thursday. Appreciate it. Thank you.